Hello, welcome to the Finding Proof live show. This week we're talking about something that's a little bit to the side of what I would normally talk about with you, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a creative entrepreneur, or a mental health professional. Today I'm talking about bullying. So this week I've had a couple of opportunities to think about bullying. You may have seen, hi Jen, you may have seen a post that I put up about being excluded from a Facebook group. I'm actually not going to talk a lot about that today because I think I've said all I needed to say about that, but it did get me thinking. Some of the responses to that post got me thinking about feeling bullied, not me personally, but some of the people who commented on that particular post talked about feelings of having been ostracized or excluded or shouted down or to wrap it up in one big bundle, bullied by professional colleagues. Now, I'm not talking about any specific groups here. So before we go and get all political, I'm not talking about anything specific here. I want to talk to you about the importance of our relationships as business people, uh, the importance of our relationships as professionals. Now, obviously, I'm a mental health professional and my professional peers are other mental health professionals, but increasingly also other business owners. Now, I've talked a lot before about the importance of professional relationships. I often say business is all about relationships. So when we think about that, when we think about what do we mean by business relationships or what do we mean by professional relationships? Now, sometimes people get confused and think it's all about how do I make more money by knowing X, Y, Z person? Now, that might be part of it. If you've got a business that relies on referrals, like a private practice that relies on referrals into your business, then obviously the relationships that you have with those referrals, uh, those referral sources are really important. But I strongly believe that there is also just as much, if not, if not more in some ways, importance on how we relate to our professional peers, how we get along, whether or not we know how to play nicely. Now, why is it so important? I think for me, when I think about the relationships that I have with professional colleagues, it brings me a lot of joy. It brings me a lot of joy. Why is that? You know what? As a kid, I was a bit of a loner. Now, not a loner in a you know trench coat and um, skulking around back corners kind of a loner. I had friends, but I wasn't the most popular kid. I was never in the popular gangs. I never was uh, the one that got invited to all the sleepovers. I was never that kid. I was a bit quiet. I was a bit shy. I came from a divorced family, so I had some stuff going on that I didn't really want to talk about. So I felt quite alien to my age peers as a kid growing up. What I remember is that I liked people and people liked me, but we didn't always get each other. And so I would just keep to myself sometimes. I remember once I had this really good friend called Simone and Simone and I were great mates. This is back in primary school. And one day, or one week, we had a big falling out. 
and we were sat next to each other in the classroom so we couldn't get away from each other we'd had this massive falling out I can't tell you what it was about because I can't remember but I do remember her sitting down next to me and saying something really mean which was probably a bit funny and I think she said something like <laughs> I think she said something like hello fat ass or something like that I can't remember and I just said to her you know what Simone I don't want to fight with you and she said why not and I said because I actually like you and that was it the argument ended we were mates again and I look at my son who's the same age as I was at that age now this week he's had an interesting thing going on at school and it's been a huge challenge for him emotionally uh, not anything specific to do with him but just his whole class. So he, amongst his age peers or his professional peers, if you want to talk about it in those terms, there's been some stuff going on and he's had to stand his ground and dis disagree with his classroom colleagues. And I've watched this in the context of what's been going on this week for me and some of my professional peers around relationships. And so I've watched my son handling, and I have to say, proud mummy moment, because I've been watching him handle this situation with a level of maturity that I couldn't be prouder of. So what he's been doing is he's been very understanding of where people are in their emotional situation with what's going on in the classroom so there's been a bit of disruption in their class a lot of kids are reacting to it in different ways and he's got his own personal reaction to that and he's found it quite intensely challenging I guess and quite sad and emotional but he's felt comfortable saying to his friends that he disagrees with their point of view and he is sad about what's happening in the classroom and he's not afraid to say that now I think I guess there's some echoes of how I was with Simone at the same age but there's also echoes of what we sometimes need to pull out of our back pocket as professionals and feel comfortable saying to people you know I actually don't like what is happening in this situation I don't like how people are behaving in this particular circumstance what I really need is to be able to draw on my empathy say look your situation is your situation and mine is mine but let's put the value of our relationship before any infighting so when it comes down to professional relationships with our peers and our colleagues we as parents in particular you get incredibly proud of our children when they stand up for their own feelings and they step into their authenticity and yet we forget to expect that of ourselves sometimes so what I'm what I'm talking about today really is about sometimes we really need to pause and think about what is more important the challenges we're facing between each other as professionals so whether that be about competition whether that be about recruiting whether that be about arguments over fees or professional bodies or whatever it might be sometimes we just need to press our little pause buttons and stop and think what is more important at the moment is it more important to me to get stuck in a battle or is it more important to me to focus on the big picture of my business and the big picture of my professional relationships in the long term 
what is going to stand me in good stead to be able to sleep at night? What's going to stand me in good stead to feel that I'm standing in authenticity and compassion and empathy and professionalism? So business is also about reputation. And I think sometimes when people get drawn into scarcity-driven, fear-driven behaviours, whether, again, whether that's around competition. I've seen it a lot when it comes down to people's feelings around competitiveness and competition. There's nothing wrong with being competitive, but it's how that plays out in your professional behaviours that can have an impact on your reputation. When you are recruiting, how you go about doing that can have an impact on your professional relationships and your reputation. I've talked about that before, you know I have. Um, I think when we are in a situation as any form of professional person, I'm not talking just about mental health professionals here. This is not about a particular debate going on within my profession at the moment. When we feel that we are in a situation where we are feeling pressured to toe a certain line or we are feeling pressured to exclude people, or we are feeling pressured to that, that peer pressure that we should have left behind at high school. You know what I'm talking about because you've, you recognize it when you see it. You recognize that feeling when you're exposed to it. When you find yourself in that situation, take a breath. Think about what your 10-year-old self would do. Would your 10-year-old self want to just be dragged along by the peer pressure? Or would your 10-year-old self be feeling that tussle, that stress around knowing what your values are? I think 10-year-olds have a really good handle on what their values are. And sometimes we lose touch with that because of all of the grown-up stuff we've got swirling around in our heads. Think about your values, think about what is true for you and then decide what is more important, being swayed by that peer stuff going on around you, being involved in something that might be perceived as bullying or scarcity-driven behaviour, fear-based behaviour, or standing in your power and saying, no, I'm not going to participate in that. It's not good for my profession. It's not good for my colleagues. It's certainly not good for me. That level of toxicity doesn't help anybody and so on. So think about, um, gosh, I sound like I'm lecturing you today and I certainly don't mean to, but it has been something that's been on my mind this week. So I guess I'm sharing with you my thoughts on the issue of bullying within professional uh, circles because it certainly happens. It really, really does. And I want you to be okay with saying no to that. So I know that you are watching my videos because we have some shared alliances, we have some shared values, we have a common thread that unites us in how we see the world. And so I'm really wanting to send you away today with this idea of saying no is okay, saying no to bullying. We, we assume that bullying only happens at school, particularly high school, but it doesn't. It happens in grown-up land as well. And we all need to draw on our compassion and our empathy and you need to feel okay with saying no to behaviors around you that you don't agree with so that's my message today feel strong feel brave be as brave as my son who I'm so proud of 
and say when you disagree with what others are doing, even if that leads to you being excluded from whatever organisation or whatever party or whatever coffee club it might be. Because the consequences to you of going along with peer behaviours that are unhealthy, that's going to sit with you for a lot longer than the disappointment of not being invited for coffee anymore. Go have a great day. Glad to have you with me, Rick and Jen. And I will talk to you all again next week. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.